there, and welcome to Babies and the Bachelor. I'm Chandler. And I'm Allison. I'm We're just two moms who enjoy watching trashy TV. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I see your snuggly blanket, and I'm going to grab mine, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay. okay, I have to say I didn't finish listening to the episode of you and Sarah, but I need to finish it. But I was dying like 10 minutes into the episode. Sarah is like the whole time she's like, who? What? I know. <laughs> <laughs> she can never keep them it straight. It made me laugh so hard. I know. It was great. I was like, this is so funny. I even, uh, like, at the beginning of the season, emailed her the cheat sheet, and I, she just never knows who anybody <laughs> is. But it kept driving me crazy because, you, not even just on the podcast, but every time I talk about Jason from Claire's season that we love so much, she's like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I'm like, we love Jason! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. People are like wanting him and Claire to get together now that her uh-uh. and are together. No, he is too good. Yes, he deserves better than her. <laughs> he deserves way better. Who Agreed. should who think Claire should get back together? Was there anybody on her, her season you'd want to see her with? I'm trying to remember who even was on her season. Oh gosh, not really. I just feel like she, all those guys were too normal for her. I think she just needs to take some time and reflect on what yeah. wrong with that relationship. And maybe she should, like, stop jumping the gun. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Who is Chris? I'm, like, looking at these names, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she didn't give any of these guys a chance, so I'm like, I have no clue who she should get back together with. I still feel bad for that guy she sent home. What was his name? Was At the pool? Spencer? No, Spencer was the one that came in later. Yeah, for Tasha. No, the guy there at the pool, and it was like a weird, like he went in to kiss her, and then all of a sudden she like got weird. And oh, then. Oh, crap. What was his name? I can't remember. Was it Zach or something? Was I think it, it was one of the Zachs. Yeah. Well,. One of them ended up with Tasha, which was Zach C. Zach J. Okay. Uh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the one that she sent home because he couldn't compliment her like the other guys or something. What was his name? Oh, yeah. Who was that? I can't remember. I can picture what he looks like, but yeah. I can't remember his name. I have no clue. Yeah, that was sad. Brandon. Brandon. That's right. Because there was a Brandon and a Brandon. Yeah. Maybe she needs to hit up Bennett. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm looking at all these names and I just remember them as Claire's, not Claire's guys. I remember them as Tasha's guys and not Claire's guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's how I see it. Well, let's talk about this season. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I cannot. I've been like going on the Bachelor windmill page or whatever it is. The memes are so and good. Just to see. They are so good. The mean, so girl, the mean girl memes are my favorite. Yes. Like, they are. Okay, but ever since Dylan came out with those tweets. Oh, yeah. We have now to talk I'm like, about that. Yeah. Because now when I watch this last episode, 
I was like looking at The Bachelor totally different. Yes. But apparently he like kind of backtracked a little bit and is like, I appreciate the franchise and the platform they gave me. But oh, what's the page I follow? I think it's called Bachelor Nation Scoop. And like they yeah. stuff about it all. Mm-hmm. And basically saying like they've all signed NDAs and the Bachelor franchise could like go after any of them. Unless like a bunch of them stood up at the same time. Like they're going to come after you and be like, you can't say that or you can't do that. And I feel like right. whether you're in the right or not, like if it's you versus the Bachelor Nation franchise, you're going to back down. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently Jed Wyatt was supposed to release a podcast yesterday or today that was supposed to spill a lot of tea, but it never came out. Yeah. Well, did you see uh, it was supposed to come out yesterday because his Instagram bio for the podcast said like episode coming February 2nd. And now it just says coming February 2021. Like he changed it. Yeah. So I'm thinking. They were like, uh, you better watch it because. <laughs> yeah. So if you have not been keeping up with what's his name? Dylan Barber, he like went on a Twitter rant bashing Bachelor franchise and the producers and how they don't care about anybody and like they twist everything. And apparently Jed never cheated on Hannah and all this stuff. Yeah. So. Which I kind of believe that. Because I feel like they're going to try to make people look worse for good TV. And I didn't really take Jed for the guy who was, like, cheating. Yeah. Like, I felt kind of bad for him. Because I was like, I don't think that's the full story. There's got to be more to it. Yeah, for sure. I haven't read his latest statement. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with all that. Yes, it will. (laughs) Was there anything else? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, like you said, you kind of look at the episode with a different view. I mean, I still took it at face value, but also I'm like, I wonder what the producers had to do with this situation. Because I feel like you say what you say. Right. Like, even if they took something mean that they said out of context, they still said that, you know? I don't know. It's hard to know how real or what to believe. and Right. And after this episode, I was like, okay, Victoria, like, really said those things in that, like, there was no editing out her little, like, mental breakdown. But we'll get to that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, our cold open is less of a cold open and more of a preview, like, cutting to things about Victoria freaking out. I don't mind that as much. If it's, like, a coming up kind of thing rather than here's a random clip from the episode. Right. That's better. So Victoria's freaking out. So we start and you see Victoria and Kit taking a walk. And Victoria says, I love the OGs and the house was great until these new people came. And she says they're talking about how hard it is. And she says, but we haven't even started the hazing process yet. (laughs) Yeah. And then Brittany and Ryan are walking towards them and they both pass without saying a word or even acknowledging each other. And Victoria says, ew, they're so annoying. I just can't stand her. She's disgusting. And that's like where I'm like, she said that. Yeah. There's not much you can do to manipulate that. I feel like. 
Right. No matter if she said it then or at a later date, like, which it's obvious she said it then, but still, like you said those words, that's still mean, like no matter what context you say that. Exactly. So Ryan's saying she, they knew it wouldn't be easy coming in, you know, as the new girls, but it's been horrible. All you hear is the new girls versus the OGs. Like, why does it have to be like versus Brittany says, you know, one of the girls is spreading a rumor that I'm an escort. And then you see MJ and Anna talking. MJ says, did you talk to her? She was kind of bummed. And at this point, they're getting ready for the rose ceremony. Anna says, I'm fine with her. I don't give a anymore. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so mean. I know. Um, MJ says, don't worry. You're good. You did the right thing. And then we cut to Katie saying the energy is pretty bad. I let Matt know the house is getting toxic. If you're going to be a mean girl, I'm going to call you out. So, I mean, at face value, they are very mean. <laughs> yes, they are. This has probably been the worst season, I have to say. Like, normally there's drama, but this is like hateful drama. It's bullying. It's straight it up bullying. It like, is. Here and I were talking about like Corinne. Corinne like was annoying, but she wasn't mean. She just did things that the other girls like she she wasn't mean to anybody, was she? Not that I can remember. I can't really remember either, but I don't think so. I think she just like had an attitude and yeah, did stuff the girls didn't like and she was kinda like, whatever. Like if you don't yeah. like me, you don't <laughs> I prefer that to this. Yeah. So we get to the rose ceremony. MJ says the new girls are going to try to talk to Matt first, but you got to let the varsity girls go first or the varsity squad, which is so annoying. Victoria says it's the OGs versus the newbies. We want more of the newbies go home. She says it's sad for them because obviously I'm staying. <laughs> uh. Matt walks in. He wants to address the toxic environment in the house, how it's the old woman versus the new woman. And it's a culture of bullying. So he addresses the rumor that could ruin someone's life. You see Anna's face. She's like, oh, crap. And Matt yeah. says, if you have to belittle someone else for you to shine, those aren't the qualities I'm looking for. It sucks because I don't get a lot of time with y'all. And now I got to deal with this. And then he asked Brittany to talk. And I was very curious because last week, Sarah and I were like, I feel like Matt's a non-confrontational kind of guy. Yeah. But I think it's not that he's non-confrontational. I think he's just very mature in how he handled the situation. He didn't like blow it up. He had one-on-one -on -one conversations and handled it one-on-one -on -one rather than how Peter or Colton handled situations like that. Right. Did you see that meme about Peter? No. Okay. It was like good for Matt for sending the problem home instead of pulling some Peter craft. Oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, very true. He's a very good bachelor so far. Yes, he is. I'm gonna go yeah, I really admire how he handled this. The girls are like, who said something? And Serena P says, did he say something about ruining someone's life? Anna says, that's definitely about the comment that I made. I said something completely out of character. I said, I don't want to ruin this girl's life, so I'm going to address this. I said, if you don't want to ruin her life, then don't spread the rumor. <laughs> exactly. Then don't say anything. Yeah. Katie said she was uncomfortable. They're upset because they messed up and they know it, which is so true. It is true. So Brittany and Matt talk. She tells him what Anna said, that she told everyone she's an escort. She says it's not true, and it sucks because this could ruin my life. You know, my mom my family watched this. It's on national TV. She signed up to find love and not be bullied. She's never dealt with bullying before, and it hurts. 
Matt says, I'm sorry. I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. I want you to know how serious I take this. Please bring anything up to me because I see a future with you. We can deal with heavy things and move past it. So I thought that was really a nice conversation. Yeah, I did too. Are you surprised Brittany's never been bullied? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I thought, okay, maybe that's terrible. But when she said that, I was like, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, you've never been bullied. <laughs> I bet you were like the popular pretty girl. <laughs> so MJ and Anna are talking. Uh, MJ says Matt's upset and we need to make him feel better because there's not a toxic environment in the house. Anna says, I'm so being annoyed. And she's like, okay, but you just got to go talk to Matt. I'm like, of course you don't think there's a toxic environment because you're not the one like being bullied. Exactly. You're creating the environment. So yeah, you're not suffering from it. Right. So Matt grabs Anna and I just wrote, she's going home. She's oh, yeah. going home. Mm -hmm. And when they're walking, it's so awkward because they're holding hands, but they both look nervous and awkward and <laughs> she looks scared. Yep. So Anna starts, she says, I am so sad and upset with myself, which just a minute ago, what did she say? I don't give a anymore. And now she's saying that I'm so upset with myself. Because <laughs> she's starting to realize that there's going to be consequences to her actions. <laughs> exactly. She said, before I came, I received messages about Brittany. And when she showed up, the worst thing I could say was said. And I immediately felt horrible and was appalled. I don't believe she immediately felt horrible. No. This is on me and is about me being a shallow person. I'm like, thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. <laughs> Matt says he's shocked because Brittany was spunky and bold night one. And tonight she broke down and is like, I feel horrible. I'm breaking out into a rash. <laughs> <laughs> and I really liked how he addressed it. He says, listen, you're not a horrible person. I've been in your shoes. I've said things I'm not proud of. And I hate to take responsibility. No, not hate to. I had to take responsibility for my words and grow from it. He says he has a responsibility to the women, to Brittany and to himself and to follow his heart. So Anna starts sobbing and he says, unfortunately, I can't see you being part of that journey anymore. I really liked that. He's like, you know, I've been in your shoes. Everybody says things that they regret. Right. It's just, yeah, I think this is recorded and broadcasted to the whole world. <laughs> right. <laughs> National television. Okay. That was another thing that kind of made me laugh. I don't know why, but when Brittany, when he was talking to Brittany and she was like, my mom watches this show. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why that caught me. I don't know. It was just funny. <laughs> so Matt walks her out. Matt's in a confessional says Anna said something out of character, but the damage is done. I've seen how words affect people and I owe to these women to create a safe space for them. They walk past all the girls. They were like, what just happened? They hug goodbye and she gets in the car. And I said, good job, Matt. Good job. Yes. Anna says, I can't believe this happened. I'm disappointed in myself. One dumb decision can take you down. I just want to go cry in a shower. And this is my theory. I think. Victoria either like I always say she's like planted by the producers or she's being manipulated or the producers said here be like this and you can get more screen time and I feel like mm. she might have gone to Anna and been like hey listen if you want attention and screen time like listen to what the producers have to say yeah so I wonder if 
and I got kind of drug into that. And at the end, it sounded like she really regretted it. Yeah. That's my theory. I could see it. Well, at one point, she said something like, I didn't know it was going to bite me in the butt. And I wrote in my notes, I was like, how did you think that wasn't going to bite you in the butt? Exactly. Like, how? <laughs> I don't know. What goes around comes around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to spread rumors that this girl has transactional relationships with wealthy men. Her words. Right. And it's not going to cause any problems. Yeah. But I also wrote my notes. I was like, Anna, like, don't be so upset. He was not that into you anyway. She would have gone home eventually. Exactly. Like, I didn't ever see their connection. So. So I cut back to the girls. Um, Chelsea addresses Ryan and Michelle. She says bullying is a strong word. And I don't think the house is toxic. But do you guys think it is? Michelle says. Oh, it wasn't Ryan. It was Catalina. Michelle says, I'm fairly uncomfortable in the house. People have said disrespectful things and people have laughed at those things. And there are times when it crossed the line and it's not okay. Michelle is so well-spoken. Yes. Like, she is. yeah, I love her. And Catalina says, we don't want the divisiveness and the bullying. Even though I put on a brave face, it obviously hurts. And then while they're talking, MJ's over there smirking. And I just wanted to like slap that smirk off her face. Yes. She is the worst. I do not like her at all. Yeah, no, I don't either. And then Serena P, who we love, says, I feel sick to my stomach that you guys were going through that and we were completely oblivious to it. I just think she's so genuine. I do too. She seems really sincere in everything that she says. Yes, and she seems to really like acknowledge, like, I'm so sorry that you guys had to deal with that. I had no clue. And it didn't, like, when some of the other girls apologize, it felt like they're trying to cover their butts. Oh, yeah. So sincere. Because Kit apologizes for not being open with them and she will do better. Ryan says suddenly people are apologizing and it's hard to know if they're being sincere. And then Mari's talking to Catalina off to the side and said, if something does bother you, please come tell me and we can talk about it. Which I don't think Mari was part of the drama. Not that I remember. Yeah. But they're all just scared because they saw what happened to Anna and now they're all like, oh, crap. Yeah. If I don't apologize, I could get sent home. <laughs> I feel like for the people that weren't directly involved in the bullying, they're feeling bad for not speaking up about it like maybe Katie did. Right. Serena C. straight up says, I can't even explain the kiss that is going on. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> she's mean. Yeah. Like, she's not even going to apologize or acknowledge that, you know, she was part of making them feel that way. Right. Victoria says, I'm sorry I took your crayon. It was just silly. It was never malicious. And Catalina does not buy it. No. Nobody does. <laughs> I hate when she's like, it was it was like just for fun or I was just being playful or it wasn't malicious. Because that's a load of bull. Mm-hmm. You're straight up mean. Yeah. She's so mean. Victoria apologizes to Brittany, says you were not treated fairly. And I just wanted to make sure you knew it. Ryan says, at the end of the day, you know wrong is wrong. You could have said this two days ago, last night, immediately, and now you're saying it out of convenience for yourself. Mm -hmm. She said it perfectly. So Ryan and Matt talks. Matt kind of asks her about what's going on in the house. She says one thing that bothers her is Victoria's constant digs. She cheers the OGs and told me to my face that I was a hoe because I'm a dancer and laughed about it. She says, the word ho is hard to hear. 
It's hard to hear someone say that about you. And she only apologized because Matt said something. It's not sincere and she doesn't believe it. Matt says he's sorry he won't stand for it. And it's not the environment he wants to have for them. And then he says, through the antics, I thought Victoria had a big heart, but there's no excuse for that type of behavior. And I wrote, send her home. Yeah. I'm like, please do us all a favor. Five weeks has been too long with her. Yeah. And also that shows how much we haven't seen that Victoria called her a hoe because she's a dancer. Yeah. What? I know. That makes no sense. Ryan's talking to Katie and Victoria walks up and asks her what she talked about. She said, it's been difficult. I did reference when you cheered to the OGs. She said, it's constantly the new girls versus the OGs. And Victoria says, it's always playful and not malicious. Ryan says, but when you hear all the time, it's like enough's enough. And then Victoria says, it makes your actions look fake towards me. The fact that you go talk to him about me. Ryan says, I'm not fake. I'm always nice. And as she's talking, Victoria just walks away. So rude. Yeah. And Victoria says that pissed me the b off. Literally everything was going amazing. Literally. <laughs> she says literally all the time. <laughs> I am the perfect person to be his wife. But then these losers create these problems when everything is fine. I And then she says, I don't want to feel this annoyed, but I do. But that's cut from the last episode when she... When Chris Harrison interrupted her. <laughs> so that was totally cut in. But it fits. Oh. Which, wait, which part? She says, which I part? don't want to feel this annoyed, but I do. Oh, you're right. Same thing last episode. Yes. I was like, that sounds familiar. And I went back in my notes and she said that when Chris Harrison interrupted her. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard if you do not see them say it with their own lips... Uh -huh. I believe that they said it in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could totally see that. Okay. But Victoria's dress. I was like, Spencer, come look at her dress when she like walks out of the bathroom and her boobs are literally like spilling over that dress. Yeah. It was, was barely, like, it was like smashing them. I was like, oh uh, my gosh, she's going to have a nip slip. I know. <laughs> okay. This is totally off topic. I already told you I got a TikTok, right? <laughs> You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw your post that you guys, you and Al, or you and Sarah had been sending each other stuff, but I didn't see, I didn't know you got one. I am addicted now. <laughs> I meant to say this at the beginning, which I'm totally like cutting in the middle of the best part of the episode, but I just got a notification because my sister sent me, there's this girl that sleepwalks. Like yes she's have you seen her videos yes they're so funny so she was they're sending hilarious. them to us and justin thought they were so funny so i was like oh i'll just make a tiktok so i can watch her videos and now i'm like addicted and justin's like sarah you have created a monster <laughs> i know i got i don't like have a profile but i have the app yeah and so i i could like spend hours on there it's so bad like yeah the funny videos are my i mean i'm not there for like the home renovation TikToks or the dance. No, I like the funny videos. <laughs> I know. I showed Asher and Spencer the one where she like farts while she's sleepwalking. Yes. And she's like, who's there? <laughs> her latest one is my favorite. I don't know if you've seen it, but I don't think so. Oh, it's when her husband, he's laying on the couch and watching her as she does all this stuff in her sleep. It's really <laughs> funny. It's my favorite. It's my favorite one. Oh, that's funny. Okay. 
side story, side rant over. I'm <laughs> obsessed with TikTok now because that was the one thing I said, <laughs> things people are obsessed with and I don't understand. I understand now. <laughs> yeah, like I get it. Okay. Victoria asks to talk to Matt. She says, I definitely have to talk to Matt. The girls are all fake as b and they're not his wives. So I think that he'll be able to decipher the truth from the other girls because obviously my good outshines any of the b in the house. I, this is going to be fun having to put the bleeps in this one because <laughs> there is like bleeping left and right. But my good outshines any of the b in the house. No, Victoria, you are the bleep in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so she's talking to Matt. She says, I love how you handled the situation. Ryan told me she was upset about the cheers, and there's definitely stuff that I can work on. So she's trying to go in and being like, I'm working on being better. Matt says it was hard having those conversations. It was brought to his attention by Katie about the toxicity. I thought we had squashed everything, and I talked to Ryan, bef and before I asked her any questions, she was crying. Was similar to his conversation, how his conversation went with Britt about Anna. He said, I need to make it a safe space for everybody. People's words are powerful. When you said Ryan was a hoe for being a dancer and Victoria cut him off and said that was taken completely out of context. He goes, in, in what context is it okay to call somebody a hoe? I was I like, <laughs> my favorite line by him so far. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, how is she going to respond to that? I know. Like that, right. that was the perfect thing to say to just shut her down. I love yep. it. Mm -hmm. So he stands up and says, I have a lot to think about. And he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria says, am I missing something here? I make the house toxic. That's completely crazy. I know there's no truth to that. So someone who just came in the house said I called her a hoe. Chris comes in and says the cocktail party is over and Matt wants to go straight to the rose ceremony, which I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to deal with that anymore. I wouldn't either. Victoria storms off. She says, I don't want to ever be called a bully or toxic. That pisses me off. Now that I found out Katie's the one who fed Matt the information. <laughs> you, Katie. Katie's not here for him. Loser. I'm like, okay. See, these things, she's actually saying them like... There's yeah, to edit that. Well, and I'm sorry, but I'm like, how stupid do you have to be? He literally has confronted you about you being a bully and toxic, and then you continue to do it. Yes, and it gets worse. So she goes to the bathroom, and I guess she's talking to the producers. And this is, it's portrayed one way, but I think it was meant another. She says, it's not funny anymore because I'm getting feelings invested, and that was a really hard conversation, but I feel like he believed me, and now that I'm taking it serious to be his wife, it's frustrating. And it just sounds like she's talking about how the situation, I think she's talking to the producers. I think she's saying, I'm frustrated because I'm playing along with you, but I'm actually starting to get feelings with him. And... That's, that's what I think she's talking about. It's not funny anymore because I'm getting feelings invested. Yeah, that's true. I think I never even thought about producers. That. So Victoria walks back, walks past all the ladies, goes outside. And then she says, I'm two steps away from just going home and not dealing with this. Ryan is the shadiest. And I hope I don't get sent home for this. Literally, there's no one in here who can marry besides me. What? Does she really think that she's the perfect fit for him? Uh, yeah, apparently. 
She says, I'm literally the best option for him. I'm the only one with a working brain in this room. And I'm not even being rude. I'm being serious. <laughs> if he's gonna what? All the girls were like on the couch. Like, is she serious right now? Listening to her. <laughs> yeah. If he's going to believe some idiot over me, he's not my person. And if that does happen, that'll really suck because that's not the way I want to leave the situation. And you know, I'll be so heartbroken and I'm trying to be positive. But if that happens, I'll literally die. <laughs> just everything just comes out of her mouth. I'm like, I don't know. It's just unbelievable that she's actually saying this stuff. I know. It's so bizarre and so crazy that it's unbelievable to me yeah so it's time for the rose ceremony all the girls are getting lined up victoria is still freaking out she like sits down and says she's scared to go to this rose ceremony she's hyperventilating and she eventually walks in matt walks in takes a deep sigh and grabs a rose did not say a word so the roses go to Brittany, ryan rachel serena p maggie kit MJ, Jasenia, Katie, Abigail, Chelsea, and Serena C. And I said, yes, go home. I and I loved, I, it was probably a producer's thing, but I love that he picked the new girls. Like he gave them roses first. Exactly. Because I was like, I feel like that proves a point right there. Like he's like shoving it in their face. Like these girls are just as much in it as the rest of you. So you guys need to shut your mouth. Exactly. It was like saying a lot without having to say a word. Right. They got the message. Yes, well, they did. <laughs> except for uh, MJ. She didn't get that message. Yeah, true. <laughs> so Catalina leaves, Mari leaves, Lauren leaves. Victoria walks up to him with her arms crossed, stares him down and says, I honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay and not all the facts behind the situation. And she turns around, looks at all the girls and says, so goodbye. I was like, that is so rude. I know. She did that. Like, they didn't edit that. She did that. Mm -hmm. I didn't think she was going to leave at first because she was kind of like hidden behind the girls. And I was like, she's not going to leave without a fight. Like, she's going <laughs> to. No. And then in her confessional, she says, you think I'm going to hug him goodbye? No. And he just stared at me like, how dare you? He is not my king and I am still a queen. Matt is a jester, which she got the word right. Not a jester. Yeah. <laughs> a jester. Good job. They probably that corrected one. her. <laughs> you got your word right. The fact that he chose Katie over me. Ugh. Yeah, Matt, I feel sorry for you with your choices. I would be surprised if the girls are okay that I left. They're all totally fine with it, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> the whole house is going to feel like that I'm gone. So I brought so much joy no, I brought so many people joy. Whatever, Matt's not the guy for me. I'm never dating another Matt as long as I live, ever. I hate that name now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that other meme that was like, congratulations to all the Matts in the world? <laughs> yes, I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So funny. So the girls are all cheersing to love, blah, 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 blah. Next morning, everyone just looks real upset. Chris walks in. Jasenia says something. I was like, I feel like she feels like she has to say something inspiring every time she talks. Or maybe <laughs> she's just well-spoken and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris drops off the first date card and everybody's saying, bye, Chris. And Maggie goes, 
by Chris Harrison. And I don't know yeah. why I thought that was so funny, but I did. I know. I was like, she's so Harrison. cute. I love Maggie. Okay, Me I don't too. know if you got to this part, but Sarah and I were talking about what it would be like if Maggie was the Bachelorette. Oh, I didn't get to that part. Oh my gosh. I think she would be the cutest. I was like, even if the drama goes on, she'd be like, okay, guys, let's be happy. Like, yeah, it would be the most, I would love it. I yeah. would love Maggie to be the bachelorette. So the date card says, Rachel, our fairy tale begins today. So Rachel has her one-on-one. A chauffeur comes in for Rachel and drives her to Matt. And he's wearing another thick turtleneck. <laughs> Matt says, today is your day and I want to spoil you. So they walk into a private boutique with celebrity stylist Ty Hunter. Did you know who he was? I didn't know. No. So no Rachel's idea. doing a fashion show. Matt says, Rachel reminds me of back home. She's from Georgia. Southern roots. And what did you think of her outfits? That yellow and black one, I kind of liked it. Yeah, that one was my favorite. That she, I thought that yellow color looked really good on her. Yeah. And then the orange plastic sparkly dress. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that. No, that it looked like it would squeak every time you walked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Matt... She puts on, like, a cute little black and white number, and he puts on, like, it was, like, a black kimono suit jacket. It was really ugly. It was very <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I am not in with fashion. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Leggings and a t-shirt, whatever feels yeah. comfortable. If my hair is messed, I put it in a ponytail and put on a baseball cap. There we go. Yep. I'm like, if people could see me right now, they'd understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then she puts on that, like, reddish-orange neon dress with a cape. And Matt loved that dress. Said it's his favorite. Did you like it? It was fine. I mean, I thought she looked good in everything she put on. but like, Of course she does look good. (laughs) She's got the perfect body. I know. Uh, so yeah, she looks great, but I just didn't personally. I didn't like love the dress. I didn't think it was. Yeah, she should have picked the yellow and black one to wear home. It was so cute. I agree. Yeah. So Matt gives her some shoes, and I put red bottom, red bottoms. Those are like a specific, expensive brand of shoes, and I could not figure it out. And then I saw like all the what is it, the Louis Vuittons, all the memes about her Louis Vuittons. Oh. I'm like, okay, I'm obviously too poor to know what those shoes are. Yeah, I had no idea. I was just like, oh, I like didn't know what she was freaking out about. I, I like, saw I the red bottom and I'm like, I know that means something and I know they're expensive, but I can't remember what the yeah. name of them is. <laughs> so she got a pair of Louis Vuittons. I was like, those are actually pretty cute. I liked those shoes. Yeah. So they, they make cute. out because she got an expensive pair of shoes. So if I ever was on the show, I would... Even if I didn't win, I would at least want to be on the shopping spree date. So you can come Me too. <laughs> yes. They're back at the house. The girls are all talking and Rachel walks in with all of these bags. Serena C says, did you bring something for all of us? Everybody's freaking out. So she's sitting down talking about it. And the chauffeur comes in with a box for her dinner tonight. And she pulls out that gorgeous blue dress. I thought that color was stunning. Me too. It was the perfect shade of blue. Piper is starting to spiral. She says she sees how Matt acts with the girls that have been on one-on-ones, and she feels like she's so far behind. And then talking about Rachel, she says she's in love for sure. 
So Piper's spiraling, and we see I think that's going to get worse next week. Which, I really liked Piper, but I feel like this spiraling thing's not going to go well. Yeah. Well, I liked her, like, at the very beginning. I don't know now. She's getting ready. The girls are waiting. And a date card shows up. It's for Serena P., Bree, Katie, Piper, Serena C., Ryan, Michelle, Brittany, Maggie, Abigail, Chelsea, Jasenia, and MJ. Love can be messy. And then that means Kit's getting the one-on-one. Katie's bummed, Abigail's confused, and everyone is very upset that they are on the group date. So we get to the dinner date. Rachel walks in, and Matt is wearing a matching blue velvet suit. Okay, I thought that looked so good. I love velvet suits. Really? <laughs> so cool. I <laughs> uh, said so that's a choice. I know it's like popular, but for me, I'm not into the crushed velvet craze, but. Yeah. I know that's in now. I know it's in. <laughs> it just doesn't compute in my head. When she like felt his sleeves, I was like, oh my gosh, I would have just been like rubbing it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I would also just rubbing his back and pulling it. <laughs> They're like talking and they do their little cheers. I think they were just holding their glasses. And every time they moved, there must have been like a lot of ice in it because it was like clink, 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 yes. clink, 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 while they were just holding them. <laughs> I was like, that's so noisy. Matt says, I was reminiscing today and thought back to our first conversation. And you said you've never been in love before. So he wanted to know more about that. She says it has to do with me. Today, there were times where I felt like I was undeserving. You're out of my league. And did you see the meme where it was like, only on The Bachelor would two tens talk about how they were out of each other's league. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah, she said, you're out of my league. I said, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> He's out of my league, not your <laughs> league. <laughs> she says, I don't have a lot of confidence, and that can be projected onto my relationship. She has a hard time opening up. She came to the realization that she needs to gain the confidence and stop the self-doubt. She's worried this might push someone away. He says, but you're pulling me in. I like everything about you. When I'm around you, you have my attention. You've never been the loudest or the first one to run up. You're so subtle. And he likes that. So Rachel says the butterflies have not stopped since night one. She knew she was in trouble. Um, She's more comfortable, but the butterflies haven't gone away. They're growing and she's falling in love with him. I want to walk out of here with you and start my life with you. I'm scared that won't be the outcome. Matt says, can I share something with you? You're not crazy. I feel the same way. I was like, oh. Where did these emotions, these strong emotions come from? I don't know. I Yeah. Because I thought, I was like, oh, Michelle is the first person we've seen him. Like, he seems like he actually has genuine feelings for her. But now I'm like, oh, whoa. Like, he really likes Rachel. Yeah, he that really likes out of nowhere. her. But I was kind of glad to see them have this conversation. It wasn't like the deepest. I don't want to say it wasn't deep. It It's not my favorite conversation, but it felt mm -hmm. real. And yeah. since the first episode, I talk about it all the time when Rachel freaked out and got so emotional over his prayer. And I, for me, it didn't feel real. It was good for me to see her and it feel real in this moment. I'm like, okay. Because ever since then, I've been like, there's something about her. But now I'm like. I don't know. I don't mind her anymore. Yeah. Did Fine. you see I read some article this morning on Facebook about how there's been all this controversy about her. Well, there was that TikTok that that girl made yes. about how she used to bully girls who like liked black men 
And, yeah. and then apparently there was another, someone made another claim that she used to, oh, what was it? I don't know. I'd have to find it. But pretty much saying that she was kind of racist, like borderline racist. Oh. And so like Matt came out and made comments about it and pretty much was like, I think everyone needs to let these girls like say their piece. And I don't know. I'll have to send it to you. I'm looking for it now. It says, um, is the bachelor contestant racist? Old tweets resurfaced to taunt the model. So I'm trying to find the old tweets. That's too much to read, but yeah, we'll have to find that. If we, yeah. if we remember and talk about it next week, Matt says, I've enjoyed this time with you. He grabs the rose says, Rachel, I'm falling in love with you too. It's scary to say, but it feels right. And gives her the rose. And then I was like, this feels like it was really short conversation. Like we must've missed out on part of that conversation. It was really yeah. fast. And I walk out and there's a horse drawn carriage and they're making out. That's it. That's the end of their date. Matt really likes her. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. guess she's in one of the top three, maybe. Rachel, yeah. Michelle. I, at this point, I feel like it's between Rachel and Michelle. Same. I couldn't even pick a third person last night. I was like... Like, I really like Abigail, but I don't think there's a romantic connection there. I think I there's either. an emotional connection, maybe. But not romantic, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I don't see him being with her at the end of it. Like Serena, P, and Brie, I feel like we're in the top at the beginning, but not really anymore. Yeah. Time for the group date. They walk out and there's a man shoveling in a field. I was like, they're at a farm, aren't they? <laughs> so they all gather. Matt says, ladies, you all know I live in New York City, but I'm from Raleigh, NC. I'm a country boy at heart, and I grew up working on farms. Today we're on a proper farm, and who better to fill us in than a proper farmer? It's like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had flashbacks to Nick's season when all the girls had to go shovel poop, and Corinne was, like, freaking out about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, are there a lot of farms around Raleigh? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I didn't either, but you know, I'm not sure. He said he grew up working on farms. He's a country boy at heart. Yep. <laughs> so, Farmer Ty says, much like a relationship, a farm takes patience and hard work. Also, like on a farm, sometimes you have to deal with bleep, and it's in those times that you get to see your partner and who they truly are. So they're all like mucking stalls. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't want to do that. And I live in the South. Yeah. Uh-uh, that's gross. And then they're milking a goat. MJ says, you can sit in the back or choose to shine through. So she's like stepping up and taking on all the challenges. But it does not go well at all. <laughs> milking the goat does not go well. She's trying to find eggs in the chicken coop. She's scared of the chickens. Farmer Ty's holding a chicken and like takes a step towards her and she's like freaks out and says, do not come at me with that thing. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like if a chicken is running at you, that is scary. Especially if it is a rooster. Yeah. Roosters are mean. <laughs> but he's holding the chicken. Yeah. He's holding it. Like it's going to be fine. And like, what is it going to do to you? Like the worst it's going to do is like peck at you maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Hens are fine. I feel like they're not as neat. Roosters are terrifying. Because I, I used to work at a house that um, 
they had chickens and roosters. He had one rooster that was so mean. And I literally like would get scared to get out of my car. And I'd have to like swing my lunchbox at this rooster to get him away from me. He would chase me into the house and he was so oh my mean. Gosh. Roosters are mean. But it was a chicken and he was holding it. And like my mother-in-law had chickens before and like my niece would run up and grab them and like play with them and stuff. Like the hens yeah. are fine. Roosters can be mean. So MJ is trying to get attention from Matt and it's working. Matt tosses an egg to MJ and it breaks when she catches it, which what did they think was going to happen? It was they were like super so far apart. Exactly. They were so far away. Yeah. Okay. I have to send you a TikTok <laughs> about <laughs> eggs. <laughs> it's this um, Vietnamese girl and her dad and her fiance lives with them. And she like poked a hole in an egg and blew the yolk out. And so she had an empty egg and a regular egg. And she went up to her fiance and she's like, they lie. Like these eggs have nothing in them. So she like smashed it on her hand. And she said, see, because nothing came out because she emptied mm-hmm. it. And so she gave the full one to her fiance and had him try it. And he just like smashed an egg on his own hand. <laughs> so I feel like it's funnier when you watch it, though, when I tell it. <laughs> the pranks are my favorite though like the pranks and the challenges are so funny they are i love the husband wife ones they're my yes (laughs) okay the egg breaks in her hand she pretends to chase him down he runs away and then we cut to piper doing an interview matt walks over and she just starts hardcore making out with him yeah and MJ sees them and she's like oh that's uncomfortable and she goes back and tells everybody Everybody starts spiraling. The girls are all (laughs) upset. Katie and Michelle are hiding behind a barn talking about how they're upset. Cut back to Matt and MJ. Matt hugs her from behind. His weird behind hugs. Yeah. (laughs) They make me so uncomfortable. And I wrote, at least this isn't meme drama anymore. This is everybody's spiraling kind of drama. Right. Which is bound to happen at this point. And then I wrote, this episode feels so long. It did. <laughs> it's just going on and on and on. So that was the farm date. They go to the after party and Matt grabs Chelsea first. Her jacket looked so comfortable. Yes, it did. It looked like a blanket made into a jacket. And I yeah. I really like Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Matt says, now that you spent time with me, what are your thoughts? She says, I like you. <laughs> he says, yeah. I feel the same way. Um, apparently she said she was awkward around boys. He doesn't feel that he's comfortable with her. Can't wait to dive in and learn more about you and who you are. I'm happy you're here. So they kiss. Cut back to the girls. Abigail is struggling and she really wants to open up to Matt. So she goes off to find him. So Abigail and Matt are talking. Matt asks her what she thought about the date. She said her grandparents have a farm, but she's never been there. But honestly, she feels defeated. There's something about you and I'm excited. I want to be open about you, but... Her biggest fear is that she'll disappoint him. He wants a wife and family. She wants those two. But if she were to have a family, there's a strong possibility that her kids would be deaf. She says her birth dad walked out on them the day after they got their cochlear implants. She says, my hearing loss is baggage. But when the most important people in your life leaves, I wonder if I open up to somebody, will it end the same way? That is so sad. I know. That was really sad. Like, how could you, I don't understand how people can just walk out on their kids. I don't either. 
Like, I just look at her, like, I'm looking at her in her monitor, taking her little nap. I'm like, she's the most precious, like, someday she drives me crazy, but she is the most precious little thing in my life, and I could not ever imagine abandoning her. Yeah. And their kids, like, I don't know, sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say, especially, like, if they have medical issues and they need you to, like, Mm -hmm. support them and help them through it, and you just leave. Can you imagine how traumatizing that would be? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. I don't get it. Spencer and I talk about that all the time. And we, we just were like, we don't understand how people do that. It's so sad. Matt says, I can relate to not having dad and being raised by a single mom. He says, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's made him who he is. He says, I admire you and you encourage me of what a f- future could look like together. And Abigail says she feels a lot better. Matt loved how she was vulnerable and shared with him. Abigail will push him, challenge him and make him a better person. Um, Michelle and Matt are talking. Michelle says the activity today was great. Emotionally, this is going to take some practice and I don't know if my heart can take it. Matt says, I know I'm feeling what you're feeling. Michelle says she's been second guessing their connection. And Matt says, I don't think you did. And then she says me either. And then they make out. And then while like right before they cut away, she like, it looks like she went for his ear while they were making out. Yeah, and Matt was, like, super into it, though. Okay, I'm going to have to ask Sarah permission to publish this story, but I'm going to tell you anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, I love these kind of stories. She went out to Utah for a wedding. Uh Was it Utah or was it? Okay. She meets a lot of guys. (laughs) And she called me or messaged me. I can't remember. But she was telling us about this guy, and she goes, Allison. Are you, do you guys do ear stuff? Like, are you into ear stuff? I was like, what? She's like, I was making out with him and he just like went for my ear and he put my whole ear in his mouth. And she was so disgusted. Oh my gosh, what the heck? She's like, he put my whole ear in his mouth. And I was like, ew, that's so gross. Okay, I can honestly say I've never experienced that before. Yeah, I'm like, the whole ear he had to have a massive mouth (laughs) and that's so gross like so we joke with her all the time we're like sarah are you into ear stuff (laughs) (laughs) we're like sarah really likes ear stuff yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna have to cut that out i'll ask her permission to publish that story but it's pretty funny it's like a running joke so michelle goes for his ear it could have been his neck but it looked like she went for his ear Mm -hmm. They cut to Matt. He's standing in a dark room looking out like he wasn't looking out a window. He was looking out a window like with the blinds open. (laughs) So he's like peering through the blinds. (laughs) He's talking about how he needs to make this place a safe space. And he's got one more person he needs to talk to. So he talks to MJ. And MJ, they sit down. She goes, how are you? I was like, that is a fake voice. Yeah. She's so fake. Well, even Katie on the group date was like, it's just hard to tell if it's really authentic. And yeah. Like, yeah. She's so fake. Mm-hmm. Matt says, I had a great day with y'all. He said, in the past, I felt like everyone was cool with each other. And I hope that's how it is at the house. MJ says, it really is. I hope you know that. Like, I was shocked. I was like, I think everything's fine. And Matt was like, yeah, no, I guess to that point when I heard everything that was going on with Brittany and I'm talking to a bunch of women in the house and your name came up. She goes, how so? He said, like someone who's an antagonist, you're making them feel like outsiders. And I was thrown. 
And she goes, that hurts because at the end of the day, I lead by example. What does that even mean? I know. I have no idea. It's like that becomes her catchphrase and she thinks it's going to save her. Mm-hmm. She says it over and over again. What does it even mean? And she says, if I see something, I'm going to make peace and harmony. Same. Like, what? <laughs> You're so full of crap. Matt says, yeah, I know, MJ. I feel that. It's just when I hear someone say you're causing a divide, it's frustrating. But I need to tell you that stuff so I'm not carrying it around. She goes, yeah, you can trust me. And then Brittany walks up and interrupts them and asks if it's cool if she can steal him for a minute. And MJ goes, one second. And she turns to Matt and goes, unless you're done. Matt says, I'll, I'll talk to you more about it. It's all good. So she leaves. MJ says, it sucks that someone said that to him. Clearly someone's threatened by me. That's so frustrating. You should be confident enough in yourself that you don't need to talk about other girls with him. I think I deserve an apology for saying that about me to Matt. Which, sometimes there is drama that is brought up to the lead that doesn't need to. But I feel like this did need to be brought up. Yep. And, it like, sometimes I can agree with some of the drama. Like, sometimes when other girls bring stuff up, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's obviously, like, an insecurity and she's bringing that up because she's trying to make herself feel better. Like, I agree with that on some situations, but not this one. No. Like, I'm like, no, MJ, you're getting so defensive because you know it's true. Exactly. And, like, we'll get into it later, but she never brings up a solid argument. Nope. She's just, like Katie says, she just deflects the whole time. Mm-hmm. So... MJ goes back to the ladies. She says, so ladies, my character was put into question. I was called an antagonist in the house, which is a really strong accusation. If anyone here would ever like to talk to me, and if we want to get this out of the way, because we don't need this to fester, especially when my character is put into question, because I think I lead by example. So the floor is open for a conversation. She suddenly said, well, Matt asked me what the culture was like in the house. I told him there's been terms like varsity and JV, and I did mention your name, which I appreciate. She came out and was like, yeah, I mentioned this. Yeah. Which she was asked by Matt to tell him what's going on in the house. So Michelle's like, wait, what is this varsity and JV thing? So she hadn't even heard about it. And she seemed a little bothered. Mm-hmm. And she said, it was just a joke. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're, you're being mean. Yeah. You can't be mean and say, ha it's a joke. No, you're just mean. Right. Nothing against anyone. Like, the new versus old, whatever. But don't question someone's character. That's hard. And Katie says, a character is based on behavior and actions. Like, you can't be like, yeah, I was joking. Like, ha old versus new, JV versus varsity. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. said that. But don't question my character. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. MJ says, right, and I think my actions speak for themselves. Yes, they do. They say you're a mean girl. Yeah. (laughs) Jasenia says, did you admit it to Matt? MJ says, I haven't been involved in anything, and I don't need to constantly explain to you my relationship with him and why you're here. And they're starting to talk over each other. Jasenia says, I didn't ask for constant explanation. MJ says, I'm asking you to keep my name out of your mouth. I know I'm honest, and I lead by example. And I love this. Just said, he says, it's the lead by example comment that really rubs me the wrong way. MJ says, but I've tried to stick up for other people. And just said, he says, because you've made it uncomfortable for these girls. That's what you did. MJ says, just said, said my name to Matt. And that was, I was clearly a problem in the house. That is not okay. 
she says, listen, I think I'm owed an apology because right now, and just then he says, I owe you an apology. <laughs> and Jay says the word antagonist was used in the house. She says, so you're not going to own it up to Matt. And she says, I feel like I'm the person being attacked right now. And I don't feel like it's fair. Okay. Like you haven't been attacking these other girls for the past week. Right. And that's what people do when people are guilty. They never actually address the problem or what anybody else is trying to say to them. They just keep going back to I'm being attacked. Exactly. Yeah. She never brings up a valid argument. And then Katie says, I feel like you're deflecting right now, which she totally is. The fact you're attacking her and she's asking over and over again, are you going to let Matt know your faults like we all have done? And it sounds like you're not going to. MJ says, honestly, I feel like there's a little bit of attacking going on and I'm not deflecting anything. And Justine goes, I thought that our conversation was done. MJ says, this is some childish that's going on. I'm not going to put up with this kind of behavior. So we cut back to Rachel and Kit at the house. They're talking. Kit's ready to take the next step. And there's a knock at the door. The date card says, Kit, dinner at my place. Kit says, that's so cute. And Rachel's like, do you think it's straightforward or is there a twist? She says, I think it has something to do with cooking. <laughs> okay. Why is Justin calling me? Um, Kit says, I think it has something to do with cooking. My happy place is in the kitchen with my mom. And I told him that if that's part of our date, that means so much. Which Matt does not plan the dates and Matt does not pick who is on the dates. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it means so much that he would pick me for this date. And like, he didn't pick you. The producers did. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. I'm getting a phone call too now, but I'm just going to ignore it. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Quit calling <laughs> us. People were busy. I know. Goodness. I keep getting these random numbers from random places. Isn't that wonderful? Yep. Back to the after party. All the girls are talking about how the night went. Matt comes back, says he had a great time. He grabs a rose and says it goes to someone who's extremely vulnerable and gives it to Abigail. MJ is not happy. So it's time for Kit's one-on-one. So we cut to Matt. He's cleaning the house and dusting and lighting candles for his date. He says, every time I'm with Kit, I have to make sure I'm dressed to impress because she's a little fashionista. He opens the door and Kit's initial face looked real creepy. Did you notice that? No. She was like staring at him like really serious. And I was like, that would have made me jump. Like I would have felt like I'm about to get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and then she looks up at him and smiles. But the initial face, I was like, that's scary. Yeah. She has a very, and I mean this in like the nicest way possible because she's a cute girl, but like she has the most unique face. She does. Yeah. It's very different. Matt says, this might be weird, but I order dessert first at restaurants. Like, that is extremely weird. Yeah. <laughs> I have never met anybody that does that. Oh, I haven't either. That's from that movie, though. I can't remember what movie, but oh, she I gets the... Yeah. I'll have to look up. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's very strange. So they're making cookies. Kit says, my mom is a fashion designer, and I grew up in the spotlight. A lot of my life is gold Bentleys and red carpets and fashion events. I'm like, oh, poor you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she has to maintain a certain image, and she built up so many walls and needs someone who can help her fall in love because it's not easy for her. And then she says, the secret ingredient to chocolate chip cookies is chocolate. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'd say it would be the cookie. The cookie's a secret ingredient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, if it's chocolate chip, it's going to have chocolate. So that's not a secret. 
Matt says he's having a good time. It feels natural. So they make their cookies. Then they sit on the couch. Kit says he made her feel at home. Growing up with her mom being such a success, success story, she thinks she was protecting herself. Getting in touch with her emotions is hard. Being here and letting walls down is the first time she's had to be vulnerable. That's the hardest part. When the walls are down, he gets to see all of her. Says, but he likes what he sees. Everything she brings to the table is 100% kit. And he says, and after this, what does life look like? She goes, tonight. He goes, not tonight, but after this entire process. She's like, no, I'm saying it looks like tonight. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> she says with her partner, she wants the simple pleasures. And she feels like that's what tonight was all about. It's mind-blowing how far she's come in the past few weeks. And she's surprised every day by how open she's been with him and the fact that she's starting to fall in love with him. That's why she said it multiple times. Can we just fast forward this and go home? I thought it was so funny how she said that. And then he just kind of was like, grabbed the rose and didn't respond to it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we fast forward this and go home? He's like, huh, grab the rose, deflect. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives her the rose. Kit says when she's with Matt, she feels so safe and comfortable. Feels like we're the last two people on earth. I have so much love in my life, but I've never been able to find that with a romantic partner. To even think of that as a possibility after tonight is scary and real. She's ready to dive into the deep end. That was like such a vanilla date. There was nothing that stood out to me. Nothing. I don't know. It was just they had a date. Yeah. Honestly, before that date, I was like, Kit's going home. I thought she was going to get sent home. Same. Just because I don't think they have that strong of a connection. But no. I guess I, I was wrong. Well, apparently Dylan said that pretty much the producers pick who stays and goes. So Yeah, that's true. The next day, the girls are anxious about the rose ceremony. Chelsea's worried that something will pop up and ruin it as there is a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day card. It says, MJ and Jasenia, I need to know the truth. Meet me at the cocktail party before the other women arrive. And I said, I want a real two-on-one, not this meet me before the cocktail party. Yeah. Stuff. Like, I want to see them go head to head. I want a real two-on-one. Hopefully they get one. Well, after they're gone, who would be another two-one-on-one? Or a two-on-one? Because I think MJ's going home. Like, yeah. no doubt. I don't know. I think else. so, too. Unless, I guess Serena C is kind of like an undercover bully, but. I could see Serena C and Katie. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. I could totally see that. Jasenia says Matt needs to know that she lied to his face. He took care of Victoria and he needs to take care of MJ. So they walk up. They put their suitcases. They like face each other. They both <laughs> aggressively put the suitcase handles down, turn around and walk away. That was so planned and scripted. <laughs> they get into the car and they both slam their, they get into the car. <laughs> they're headed over there. Dead <laughs> silence. They slam their car doors, storm into the building. I'm like, MJ looks like she's running because she just wants to be in front of Jasenia. Yeah. <laughs> MJ says, y'all want to see me fight? Get your popcorn. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they sit there. They're staring each other down. This whole thing is a lot. So just stop me if there's something you want to say about any of it. Okay. Jay's like just giving Jasenia the stank eye so hard. She goes, this is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to be here, but I'm here because you said my name. You know what I stand for. I preach harmony and peace. You put my character in question with Matt. You put my relationship in jeopardy based on an accusation that you made about my character. I have never been more hurt in my life. 
I am furious right now. You should be embarrassed because we are here because of your actions. Just then he just looks at her and goes, are you done? MJ says, yes. <laughs> that made me laugh. I know. Also, I need to find it, but Jimmy Kimmel took this and made it like a toddler fight and changed their voices so they sound like kids. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I've got to see that. Jasenia says the only reason why your name was even mentioned was because you started the term JV versus varsity. And MJ goes, wow, you know what? He'll know the truth by the end of tonight. I'm like, are you denying that? Like, you totally deflected and did not even address the accusation. Yeah. And I love how she said she was done talking and then she just continues to, like, talk over Jasenia. Yeah. She says he will, because in case you forgot, you also lied to him. You acted like you had no idea there was any kind of toxicity. She says, Jasenia, you're done. This is done. You can continue to tear down other people, and I'm done. I said she has no defense and is deflecting. She never addresses what she said. Yeah. They're yelling over each other. MJ says, stop talking over me, which MJ's the one that started talking over Jasenia. Yep. Jasenia says, you lied to him the other night. MJ, I never lied. You don't know me, okay? I don't know you because I see three sides of you. MJ says, that's a big accusation to make. Jasenia says, who you are in the house, who you are with Matt, and who you are when the cameras are on. So I wonder which side Matt's going to see tonight. <laughs> MJ says, all I know is that I've preached harmony. I have not seen anything that says you preach harmony no you can't preach harmony mj because you were the leader of the divide in the house mj i am done with this accusation i am done and he will know the truth you put my relationship in jeopardy and i'm done with this conversation right now just then he says it's fine mj you're a liar and i guarantee you he would have more respect for you if you owned up to it mj says stop talking over me just because you say something louder than me doesn't mean you're right just then he says i think i'm right mj he says, I guess he'll find out the truth tonight. Jasenia says, you, you'll find out the truth when this all airs, and so will he. I just went, ooh. Oh, yeah. And the I love prophecy, when they reference. What was that? I love when they reference that it's like a TV show. Because sometimes yes. I feel like they try to avoid that. But when they talk about it, I'm like, yeah, she's right. Yeah, I was like, the prophecy is being fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> MJ says, oh, that's cute. I'm done. That's just childish to say. And, and Justenia just goes, okay. They sit there in silence for like 30 seconds. And Justenia says, so from, and MJ says, no, Justenia, you've done enough talking. I need to talk. You put my character into question. Justenia says, I simply told him the truth. I didn't put your character into question. Your actions did. Matt pulls up to the front of the building mm -hmm. in that tiny red car. <laughs> that yes. cracks me up. <laughs> I know. MJ says, my actions speak louder than words. Matt's walking up the steps and walking towards them. Jasenia says, now did I lay them out on the table for Matt to see? Absolutely, because he asked me. MJ says, I lead by examples, Jasenia, so just stop talking. Jasenia says, you can act like I'm the only one who's seen and heard this, but I'm not, MJ, okay? MJ says, he'll know the truth, you've said enough. And they stop, like, right as Matt walks in. He sits down. There's a shot of the rose to be continued. Next week, Piper is filing. She storms off saying, what the b There's Katie versus Serena C are fighting. So, you know, there's going to be more to that. Yep. Piper has a carnival date. Tyler C is there. Yes. He had I'm to so show excited. up at some point. 
Yes. And then we get Heather M. driving up to the front gate and talking to Chris. Which apparently, according to Dylan, the producers really do Heather dirty. I doubt she lasts more than a day. Oh, yeah. And then we get the blooper. The farmer, Ty, says something about in Spain they do running with the bulls, but they're doing running with the goats. So he gives them belts with two feed buckets on it, and they have to keep the feed in the buckets and find the golden horseshoe. And there's hay flying everywhere, and there's goats, like, running up girls to eat their feed. And Matt says there's poop flying everywhere, and he's trying to dodge the poop. I'm like, I want to see more of that. That should have been an episode. I know. They don't show, like, any of the dates anymore, I feel like. Oh, I thought that was so funny. So, yeah. That's the episode. I'm done. Oh, man. I'm ready for next week. Next week will be good. I know. I'm so ready. I'm glad Anna and Victoria are gone. We've gotten rid of yes. half the Mean Girls. Now we got yeah. MJ needs to go home. Do you think he keeps Jasenia or do you think he sends them both home? I don't know. I'm starting to think because I would like to think that he just sends MJ home. Okay. I think he'll send MJ home or both of them. Yeah. MJ goes home, period. There's no way she stays. Yeah, she can't. Who do you think? Yeah. Who else do you think he'll send home? Um, I don't think Katie's going to be around much longer. I don't think Serena C will be around. I like Maggie. She needs to stay, but I think Ryan's yeah. going to go home soon. Yeah, she'll go home. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea will go home. I honestly, like, I love Abigail. I don't think she's going to last much longer either. No, I give her, like, Two more weeks. Yeah, Justinia will go home. So we see Piper has a one-on-one. Serena C and Katie are fighting. I don't know. I feel like Bree's kind of disappearing. Yeah, she's fading in the back for sure. <laughs> Which is sad because I actually kind of really liked her. I did too. That's another one my sister could not remember who Bree was. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Bree? You don't know yeah. who Bree is? <laughs> Okay, and this is kind of backtracking, but I can understand Abigail's frustrations because she did get the first impression rose and they seem to have a really good connection. And he's like never really tried to explore it. I agree. Like, I, I can't believe Kit got a one on one before Abigail did. Yeah. I feel like on The Bachelor, if you shine bright at the beginning, you just kind of fade. Yeah. But with The Bachelorette, the first impression rose person usually makes it pretty far. Yeah. But not on The Bachelor. Yeah. So, Rachel and Michelle are our top two. Yes, for sure. Who, I'll who, be who surprised. Because hometowns are four people, right? Who else do you think are going to make it to hometowns? I have no idea. Maybe Abigail. I don't yeah, think maybe. so. But I want to hope so. Oh, Brittany, maybe? Oh, yeah, maybe. kind of seem to like her. And maybe Brie does make it to home. Maybe, I don't know. I'm trying to remember who else is there. I feel like he's so hard to read. Like, he's so cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. And so just, like, even-keeled. He just... He's so hard to read. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like there's always that one person towards the end that kind of, like, shows up out of nowhere. And you're like, oh. Like, they have a really strong connection. I didn't realize it. Like, Colton's season with Cassie. Yeah. Like, you didn't even realize they had that strong of a connection until a few weeks in. And you're like, oh, where did she come from? Like, (laughs) so I have a feeling that's going to happen on Matt's season. Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe 
he likes Kit more than he seems to. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have a decent connection with Chelsea. I just don't see her as a front runner. I don't either. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like he already has his front runners in mind. They just have to play it out. Rachel and so. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's do our social medias. Do you want to do them or you want me to do them? <laughs> um, I'll just let you do them. You need to finish the episode because me trying to get Sarah to do the social medias was pretty funny. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I do. I need to go listen. It's It, it was very entertaining. <laughs> At least I did. I hope other people thought that was a good episode. Me and my sister, I mean, we're very different. (laughs) But we bond over The Bachelor. Yeah, it was funny. At least all that I've listened to so far, it was really entertaining. It was funny. All right. So our Instagram is Babies and the Bachelor. Our Facebook is Babies and the Bachelor. Our Gmail is Babies and the Bachelor at gmail.com. And our website is babiesinthebachelor.wordpress.com so like rate review subscribe follow whatever you do wherever you listen yes send us memes let us know who your front runners are yeah send us <laughs> nobody writes us <laughs> i love having like we've had athena and we've had my sister because other people have thoughts that just don't mm-hmm. we all think differently we're all gonna have different thoughts and opinions and theories so yeah I really liked when um, Kenzie wrote in for us the other week. I really appreciated that. Yeah, I know. I love that. So do more of that. All what? How many does it say we have? I wonder. I doubt we have more listeners. I think we're just making this (laughs) podcast for our friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fun. I really, I really do enjoy it. 18. It says we have 18 listeners. There you go. All right. Well, my computer's about to die. So, all right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Babies and the Bachelor Moms Who Enjoy Trashy TV. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions and predictions. So, make sure you reach out to us on our social media pages and maybe we'll share it on our next episode. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.